What's up, everybody? Welcome to Witson Podcast. I am your host, Devin Witt, alongside my co-host, Joe The Show. And uh, today, and we, we got to talk about how dystopian the world's getting. <laughs> what? Dystopian the world is getting. It's a wild time to be alive, especially if you're from the UK. Uh, so I do them like I always do in the evenings, scrolling the web, trying to see what, what's popping. And all of a sudden, I come across this video of this lady, like I said, in the UK, who's standing outside of an abortion clinic. And she's approached by a female officer who begins questioning her on why she's there. And she has this big old piece of paper in front of her with like one of those, you ask this question, they respond like this, so you ask that until you get to the end. It's like, I don't know, Venn Diger, whatever. Uh, anywho, so she starts asking her these questions. Uh, hey, did you know that you're in a no protest zone? And she's like, yes, I do. And she's like, are you going to be praying for the lives of unborn children today? And that's where it starts to get weird because she says, well, that's kind of misleading, but no. Uh, further on, she ends up getting a ticket because she's in a no protest zone, although she's not protesting and she makes it abundantly clear. I am not protesting. She's just silently praying to herself outside of an abortion clinic. That's what they give her a ticket for. For being inside the protest, the no protest zone. So was there other people even there? No, it's just her. It's like this empty street. I don't even know if people are getting abortions. What do they have and a wall that says like there's like any maybe the building, but in general, like here's the yeah, it's a zone outside of the building that you are not allowed to cross if you're going to be protesting or if you support pro-life slash pro-choice. Right. Well, I've looked at it. They've dropped the charges. They're not doing anything. Obviously, because she has a very convincing case when I have you on camera and I'm saying, no, I'm not protesting. I'm just praying mm. silently. No, no. You know, and so I, I knew that the case was going to get dropped. But let me tell you, the first thing that came to my mind, because this is the, the, begin of, the beginning of thought crimes, in, in my opinion. I don't know how much worse it can get than someone saying, well, are you thinking about praying for the lives of unborn children? Well, not necessarily. You deserve to be fine. Well, America has those things right now. They're called red flag laws. And they do. I mean, that's what it is. They, they're anticipating that something will happen, you know, so somebody can call and say, well, this guy might do something. I know there's more to it. But, yeah, they can come in and take your gun. In some places, not everywhere in America, but right. in some places, states have passed that. And somebody calls in. There's some things you're supposed to go through. But anyway, yeah, they'll come in and take your guns and take stuff like that. So, Make you take a, a mental health evaluation. I guess. Yeah. I mean, the thing of it is, we all know that uh, mental health evaluations really don't mean crap. If that was the case, this place wouldn't have got shut up in Maine. Right? I mean, <laughs> right. well, I mean, he was yeah, evaluated. That is the definition of, like, all these laws that you want to propose mm -hmm. all fell flat on its well, face Well, I mean, there. it is, because just look at the fa let's look at the facts here. He was he was evaluated by the United States government. He was in the military. Call it what you want. He's evaluated by the United States government. They let him go, and then he went on a shooting spree and killed a bunch of people. And you know, I mean, so, I mean, what do you say to that? You know, people have failed on it before. You know, what did he? The the thing of it is, the story is not going to be that. The story is going to be he shot people with an AR-15. 
Yep. That's going to be the story. An assault rifle. That's going to be the story. And I told you all this crap on a podcast two or three times on many different episodes. They're looking for another narrative because the race thing is not a good topic anymore, and neither is the LGBTQ. So they need to come back to this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that is, it's always in a constant rotation for mm-hmm. sure. And it, it is scary because you already know people that don't support gun rights. The first thing that comes to their mind is, well, we need even stricter gun laws now. I mean, we gave them the mental health evaluation. That wasn't enough. So now we just need to completely take away the guns. Well, you know, the only thing I guess essentially could have been worse in this situation, and no no insult intended on anything, it was a white guy that did it. It wasn't a black guy, so they can't use that narrative right now because that's what they would have done. And I'm not trying to be racist or or mean at, 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 you know, people of color, of any color. That's what they would have done. Well, you know, in, in situations like this lady in the U.K., uh, you know, it, it, to me it's a prime example of what's to come if we just continue letting these people with power take more power. You know, that's where it starts is, mm-hmm. hey, you know, just let them get their abortions or just let them have the, the drag show out in, in the public square you know, just well, past the, the thing the of it is with drag shows. I mean, I think there's a there's a time and place for it. We're coming up on that. You know, the time this episode it'll be Wednesday. There's a time and place for drag shows. It's Tuesday, which is Halloween. There's a time and place. Yeah, and you'll probably see a lot of freaks out there. <laughs> <I'm saying. laughs> there's a time and place for these type of things. Well, and um, and there you go. You want your LGBTQ holiday? Halloween's it. Halloween would kind of match. Well, see, yeah. it is because, <laughs> it, you know, people's going to, you know, obviously, you know, take that in many wrong contexts. And to some degree, that's OK, because that's the way it's supposed to be. Um, I'm not going to run from that because um, you scare the hell out of me. Um, <laughs> oh, they do. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, yeah. I mean, a guy dressing up as a girl. Yeah, that's scary, man. That's scary. Like, I don't know oh. part of that. But, you know, I, in seriousness, though. It's a good holiday for them. The reason being is because you can come out, you can dress up in drag, and you can still hide behind it. It was just holiday. Uh, yeah, right. It was Halloween. Yeah. It was just a one-time thing. Go back to you regular know? life after that. Exactly. They can still stay in the closet and don't have to come out with it. And as they say, I'm not using any terms that they're not using herself. Yeah, if they don't want to get outed. Yeah. So perfect <laughs> no. time. No, but it it does though. Like this. Perfect time to pray on kids too. You know, as these things start to unfold, here's where my mind goes. You know, I can only imagine, now not that I've ever been to one or plan on going to one, but if I went to a strip club, here's what I'm, I'm thinking now. Um, am I going to be like walking up to the door instead of a bouncer? It's a cop with this. First thing I do is turn the tracking off your phone. <laughs> that, that already happened. Uh, so I'm at it the happened. door. You said you haven't been there before. Turning off my location, not the strip Hesitancy club. Hesitancy there in that. You know, thank goodness she doesn't watch this. <laughs> Maybe. No. But either you're at the strip club and like, what are you going to be stopped with? Like, and you have to answer all these questions about like, well, how faithful have you been? And did you pray today? And how much money's in your account? Oh, well, you actually can't come in here because you don't look like you belong. And like yeah. that, that's just the kind of level of dystopian nature that we're falling into. And people are okay with it. They're like totally fine with just giving up all the rights well, for what fake safety. Because do you really think terrorism's going to stop? Do you really think criminals are going to stop attacking? Well, no, terrorism's not going to stop. 9-11 proved that. You look at the stuff that happened, and I say 9-11, you look at the aftermath in Iraq and stuff like that. We fought all these terrorists, but here we are in Israel, what? Fighting terrorists. No, it's not going to stop. And that's what's bizarre is look at how they define a terrorist now. It's a mom attending a school board meeting pushing back against 
sexualization of children in books. Ooh, I might. Uh, I'm not going to call myself a terrorist, but that, that I've been is, to a few, few too many school board meetings. But there's literally there are FBI whistleblowers and, and other three-letter agencies that have come out and said, yeah, they're putting regular Americans who have conservative beliefs on domestic terrorist watch list. And you know, I, don't I, don't know. Know. I don't know how much thought I put into that because I think that that sounds good. I would Google it. Well, I'm, what I'm saying is, is it sounds good to say, hey, we've got all these people, whether it be CIA, FBI, ATF, whatever, looking at these terrorists. But then all of a sudden, then the terrorists attack, and they're kind of like, okay, you've got all these millions of dollars worth of people supposed to be looking at them. How come this didn't get caught? And that, that's kind of the thing, and, and that's why I think we're all being labeled as domestic terrorists. Because if you have a huge group of, of people that you have to keep an eye on, I'm going to need a bigger budget. Yeah. And then well. the next year, I'm going to need a bigger budget because now, for some reason, the, the list keeps expanding. Mm-hmm. More people get added. And, and that's where we're, we're starting to fall apart, I feel like, as a nation. I truly feel like if we don't turn things around within the next four years, we're going to be China. Well, we're going to be China's little brother. I, I think China's going to be top dog. i got so many things to say on that, but and I don't think they're politically correct. <laughs> And the reason why I say that is because then you, you look at this new story about Joe Biden. And this man apparently has been tracked by the FBI his whole political career. So they know everything about him. They know how corrupt he they is. They say that. But that dude hasn't been corrupt. I mean, I don't know. I don't buy that. Are you really trying to tell me the FBI doesn't keep tabs on politicians? I don't think so. They can't even. They can't. There's many things the FBI can't do. All right. Let me tell you, there's this guy. I mean, we've talked about this on other episodes with the incompetency of law enforcement, and not in general, but, yeah, we'll say the FBI. I'm not going to say in general like every law enforcement agency of how many times they've dropped the ball. I mean, you get into the Secret Service, can't even find out how cocaine made it into a library in the White House, above which there's a high level of security. They can't even figure out how cocaine made it in there. That's what that's what they say. Well, that's what I'm saying. And, is like they're really going to think they're you know if there is, and the FBI is covering a lot of things. Which there you go. I mean, they and that's the thing though. So now, with that in mind, the FBI has basically known about this man the whole time. Well, now you get into the 2020 election with the Hunter Biden laptop scandal. Mm-hmm. And who signed off on it? All the intelligence agencies and the former experts that, well, that ran it. So on one hand, I want to say, no, it's BS that they're not watching him and stuff like that. But on the other hand, I mean, there's a lot of things, like I said, with the, with cocaine in there. You know, you look at um, Twitter. Um, they went back, FBI is going in and, and saying, hey, don't basically don't let this be public. Those are yeah. facts that's been proven. And so it, you have to beg, it begs the question of saying, okay, what else are they covering for? Because it's been done two or three times. You know, I'm exactly. not saying that, and so let me be clear on this. I'm not saying that the cocaine was the president's, and I'm not saying, well, I am saying it was Hunter Biden's, but we'll just say it wasn't. <laughs> all I'm saying is I don't believe for one second with all the security stuff in place there that one, it got in there, you know, undetected. But number right. two, the only way that did is it had to have came in by somebody of some political stature because those are the only people that don't go through the necessary security protocol. I get frisked. Yeah. So it has to be something of that caliber. But next said, even if it did, I have I'm hard pressed to believe they don't have that type of security systems in these places to figure out, okay, get dropped. It got picked up. Who's seen it? You know, whatever. Like, you would see somebody. The dude knows cocaine is not my... He'd be like, 
you film. I mean, something. There'd yeah. be a telltale sign of filling pockets, whatever. So I don't believe that. I think that it was covered intentionally. I think that it was my personal opinion. I think it was covered because of all of the the heat that's coming towards him specifically right now. You know, so maybe in my opinion, I'm not saying it's facts, but I think it's just my opinion on it. The the reason why I, I think this story, whether it's real or not, whether the FBI has been tailing him this whole time or not, the reason why I think this is important is because of how unimportant people take this topic. It's like everyone has already written off Joe Biden. We all know he's corrupt. So what are you going to do about it? Yeah, you know, I'd still rather have him than Donald Trump. And that's where the real mind sickness starts to take over and how we yeah. start to see the deterioration is because... Rather than saying, no, we need to get this corrupt politician out of office, it's, well, I'd rather have him over that. And that's what's wrong. No, it's this guy's doing illegal things all the time for his entire political career. We need to chop that guy off at the Well, to be fair to to it, though, that's how Trump became president. No. Yeah, I know it is. It's it's picking the lesser of two evils because it was either him or Hillary. And and that's where— there wasn't another that that's a thing when we went to the voting it wasn't I'm saying Trump was so horribly bad you know Hillary I would say was but and again it's my opinion but you didn't have a choice it was pick this or pick that whenever when most generally people in America knew that neither one of them was the best choice I, I would definitely agree with you on the 2020 election side of things, but in 2016 no I, which one are you referring to you so talking I'm, about I'm, Trump and and Biden? Yes, on that yeah, one. Yeah, that's just I, that's because people in America are stupid. <laughs> they, they are. They're just dumb. That and that's and I'd say practically it's really millennials. You know, yeah, they're yeah. they're they're too smart for their own good. No, they're dumb. <laughs> they don't research stuff. It's not even research stuff because researching. You know, I have my own opinions on that too about fake news and how much crap is really real, fake, whatever. You're not watching. You know the debates. And and they're promising, and I've said this before in other episodes. They'll promise, be, you know, black people like, oh, we're going to do this for. You. They never do. They're probably, you know, the Hispanics. We're going to do this and this and this. Biden Biden run this because it was like, oh, well, turn on a white, funding nothing. He's not. I'm not doing anything at the wall anymore. As long as I'm president, nothing. And what does he do? Well, starts building the wall. Exactly because all these immigrants have come in. And, you know, they're causing so much problem. And then people, they don't want to talk about this on the news, but these are facts. The, the immigrants have started causing such dang problem. And so, and, and I, you know, I'm summarizing, but this is the truth. They say, okay, basically here in New York, you, you said you wanted them, you take them. And then so the, and then New York takes all these people, and now they're getting on there saying, uh, this is a problem. We can't handle this. We don't like it. We, you know, all these other side effects. Well, you're the one that freaking wanted it. And do you want to know something crazy about New York specifically? It's illegal for them to kick them out. Well, Once the homeless good. people I mean, make it there, because there's a law, a state law in New York, that Mayor Eric Adams can't supersede or whatever and kick these people out. So they have to allow, because the way New York runs is mm-hmm. you have to provide shelter. Yeah, well, you they may, they should. They got the Statue of Liberty and everything else. You know, I, I mean, let them, you know. But you don't talk about having to eat your own lunch. Uh, well, they should. You know, <laughs> they freaking everybody wants to harbor everybody. You know, we should be accepting to everybody and all this other crap. You know, um, no, I don't think that that's the case. I said it before last week, you know, in, in regard to some other things. We was talking about, you know, where money is going in foreign countries. We need to start taking care of our own stuff first. And my reference last week was about kids. Um, in the mental health, but 
that this stuff falls in there to it too. You know, my healthcare premiums are outrageously expensive, and why? Because we're paying for we're paying for a bunch of stuff. And we, the government gives these immigrants money. Yeah, every know? month. Yeah. You know, and and that's my and, and that's and again that's my issue. You you, you come get a freaking job, take care of it. You know, and if you come here legally, and you legally the key. The next day, get it great. I think that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But come here illegally. They do have jobs. It's just their job is to traffic fentanyl and children. Well, yeah, <laughs> and not all of them are like that. There's good people that come here. You know, I mean, I, heck, I don't. You know, my family and history from here. You know, immigrated here two years. You know, not two years ago. We immigrated here. You know, years ago. Um, and that's okay. There's there's a correct way to do things and a wrong way. And so if you come here, you do these things like, okay, we'll give you a handout. Yeah, no wonder why well, so many people want to come to America. Look, it's, it's yeah, it, you know why it's nice? It's because the government is giving you more than what your freaking whole country would probably give you in a year. And they're giving it to you for a month for free. You ain't got to do crap. Yeah, yeah, that's why America is so dang good. I'd go to Africa or Iraq or Iran or some foreign country and live there, too, if the government wants to pay for everything for me and live for free. And treat you better Why than the hell would citizens? I not want to do that? Exactly. <laughs> and then on top of that, it's like, okay, now we have this problem. It's like, okay, oh, you don't like American religion? I don't like that. So now you're an immigrant in the United States. Well, I don't like your religion, so let's promote mine. Yeah. Like, dude, it didn't work where you came from. That's why you were oppressed and you wanted to come here. And so it didn't work whenever, just the instant, Sharia law, you didn't like it then. You didn't get the, like the crap getting beat of you as a woman. So you come to America to get away from all this stuff. And then, you, and then you're not happy and you try to get it in America. It didn't work there. Why are you coming here with your crap? And I'm not saying that specific one. But there's, there's right. Well, I, I am saying that specific one right now. Right. But there's more than that. And and no, that's hundred. Why do you think they're trying to take our guns? And that's kind of where I, I guess I was really going with all this is that, you know, the whenever you make the decision of I'd rather pick the lesser of two evils, and in this situation, you're being duped into picking the more evil. Because how I look at it is, any president that is willing to sell out their own political power in exchange for money, over the course of your entire political career, you are not worthy to be in office, and you are more of a threat than an egotistical yeah. Donald Trump. And yeah. the reason why I say that is because at the end of the day, with Joe Biden specifically, you can't deny, Dad, that at the end of the <laughs> with him specifically, he's not there. And, and you have a guy that literally is running the show saying, we need to go after white supremacists and these domestic terrorists and get rid of all these guns, assault rifles. And it's funny to me because this excuse always, is always, uh, you know, what's, why do you even need a, a high-powered magazine uh, or rifle? The government already has bigger weapons than you. And do you kind of see the, the flawed logic in something well, like that? And, and then to take it a step further, as the president of the United States, to question a constitutional right of your constituents who you say you're serving, mm -hmm. it... It just it says everything you need to know about that person. Well, there's a couple of things that come to my mind when you say that. You know, it is one. So you say that you know the president doing stuff is is this. You know, we talk about, you know, we talked about the foreigners with guns and stuff like that. You know, so it's really hard for me to believe. You know, and I'm not trying to knock any school shooting or any mass shooting here by what I'm about to say, but I've got to be clear. And it's just hard for me to put much stock 
from what I see on, okay, so a shooting happens at a school, or for instance, a shooting in Maine. I don't know what to believe or what not to believe, and I'm going to tell you why. It's not because I'm saying that those things are fake. I'm saying this. The president gets on national TV and said he factually seen little pictures of little kids that were beheaded by Hamas in Israel. I do. This is what he says. Yeah. So we're like, oh my gosh, these are facts. What the heck are we doing? We've got to go kick ass over there now. We can't let that happen to little kids. Then he gets back on there later on. Not him. He didn't apologize. This is why that man has no balls and he's a coward. He didn't get on there and do a press conference and apologize. He had other people do it for him. But the White House retracted that statement, said he actually never seen them. And what they had found out through this, I'm not saying that since then that hasn't happened, but at that time, what they have found out, that was false news. So, so are you telling how me? am I supposed to believe from that moving forward, and I'm just saying that incident, and there's several other accounts that the president has been called out about lying. Numerous. So how am I supposed to believe when I get on TV and this shooting in Maine, school shootings that's happened here recently, how am I supposed to know those are facts? That happened. And what I'm being told when the president gets on there and says, we're in mourning for these people, they've lost 18 lives at this school shooting or, or five or at this, you know, this mall that got shut up. How, how do I know that to be facts? I don't know it's facts because the guy's a liar. Yeah, and, and not just him, but also the media networks around yeah. him that also push that narrative. Yeah. And, what, and to take it a step further, you know, from the conversation that we were having at, at lunch and everything, then you find out, like, hey, we're giving Israel guns, assault weapons. Well, that's my second point. My second point was exactly that. We were... We're, we're funding yet another war. We ain't even done funding Ukraine. So now we're involved in another one. And what had happened is, is they're just giving them out to civilians. Now, I have to flip the rules. Look at reverse. If this was reversed. Say United States gets in a World War III. Russia gets involved. China gets in. Well, I'll say you know, Russia because they're not an ally. It was say Japan. They're an ally. Um and they come over here and they start giving guns to civilians. What the heck do you think? How do you think our government is going to like that? I don't think they're going to like that to happen. Now, here's what's even worse about this. The most morons from the political level, but even all the way down to the street level of people in America, they're dumb. They don't understand this. When they're giving guns to foreign countries, these ain't little semi-automatic weapons. They're fully They're automatic. full autos. Yeah. Giving them to civilians. And for you morons that don't understand out there, an AR-15 is not fully automatic. It doesn't go, you know, keep shooting, shooting, shooting. You have to shoot, pull the trigger every time. The gun goes bang. I'm breaking it down for you dummies that don't understand that. Unless you get the permit required to turn that into well, a Well, apparently in America, it, you don't have to have permits. Apparently, you just freaking get it everywhere you want. Uh, right, at the pawn know. shop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, what's what I'm saying? So we, we bring these weapons over there, just giving them out to civilians. Now, now let's go back a little bit further. Here's number three. That's number two. Here's number three. Number three was we had to get out of Afghanistan and Iraq so damn quick. So we we're just like, we can't. It's it's more it's cheaper for us just to leave our crap here and leave. Guess what they have found out? Some of the crap we left behind. Where has it been used at? Ironically, Hamas has got a hold of crap we left behind and used it to kill people. Man, isn't that sad? And here we are. And it's all. And, you know, if I didn't know any better at all. And we I already would, left them guns. Now we just had to give them more. <laughs> That's what I was, you know, if I didn't Sorry. know any better, this this would almost come off as coordinated and like almost intentional that they would leave this kind of equipment in a country filled with hostiles toward America. 
Because if I remember right, I, I think it's Hamas, but one of the the governments over there, they literally chant death to the Americans. Yeah. Like, in their house of representatives or whatever you want to call it, their Congress. I don't know. I'm American. Somebody wants to get a hold of me, and they ain't getting it today. But it, it just goes to show you just how far we've come, and it. It's so funny because you already know the people that have the Israel flags, you know, in their yard are totally okay with Joe Biden doing that, sending guns over there, Israel mm-hmm. giving the guns to their civilians. But then the, the shooting in Maine happens, and no, Man. we need to take Americans' guns. <laughs> it's like, make that make sense. I got a different opinion on that. Everybody in, everybody in America is saying, oh, support Israel, support Israel. Okay, yeah, you support him. Grab a gun and go over and fight. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no. Here's well, I mean, you can. I mean, there's a lot of countries that love to have people back. Apparently, Kenya is one of them. But then on the flip side, though, it, almost as equally stupid, in my opinion, are like the, the gays for Palestine. Because it's like, dude, I would love to see any gay man go over to that country, see how well that works out for you. You know, they're based off their laws and their rules of what you're allowed to do sexually. I, I don't think you'd have that same opinion and would be rah, rah. I don't know. I don't know what their laws are on that. I'm sure it's probably. Do you, so do you think any Middle Eastern countries just totally cool with gays? Dude, you don't want my opinion on a lot of this stuff because it ain't going to be nice. I mean, I think you were, I, I would I say you were no, over I don't, there. No, I don't know. Yeah, so, but, you know, I mean. Did you see gay guys over there? Mm-hmm. In drag? No. Exactly. I can't, Were they flaunting it? There's no way that I can approach this conversation without coming across racist. There's no way. Give it a and shot. It's, no, because, it, well, I, I can't. Because it's, it's you're asking for a perception of what I've seen or what I've heard. And, and, and yes. typically what, I'm going to throw this out here, and, I, and I'm, well, I'm not really sorry if I offend anybody, because I'm not trying to offend anybody, but typically what America would see would involve goats. We'll just, ah, we'll just leave a little bestiality, huh? We'll leave it at that. I mean, and again, I'm not trying to be racist, but you know, it, it's Dang. there's this perception and of what people think. So, and, is, that and where, so is that where the term scapegoat comes from? No, I don't think it's. That's probably not. You know, if what that's I mean? the case, then the president has got a lot of those running around. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> bad. But okay. you know, I mean, that's why you can't. That's why some of these topics, to be fair, are really hard to. You can't really say certain things. People are going to get pissed off, you know, because it, because the common knowledge of what people think or their perception is. Man, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing over there. And we'll cry frankly, I don't care. I don't care if they're screwing each other. Anyway, it's like I've said about people in America. I don't care what you're doing. Just quit pushing this crap on me and my kids. But here's the thing, though. I'm honestly starting to get to a point in my life where I have to say, no, you should care. You, you should care about the other individuals around you and what their morals and values are. Because if you're not careful... What you end up seeing happening is those morals and values get lessened and lessened generation after generation until eventually it's no longer the country that you grew up in or yeah. that you know. Well, there's there's truth to that. You know, I mean, there you you people have that. I still go back to what I've said before. Christians are so eager to stand up for Israel right now. That I mean, they just are. When are you going to stand up against homosexuals? Yeah, or, or stand. I up mean, for let's God just talk here. About, yeah, yeah, I mean, and I'm saying homosexuals, and again, I'm not trying to, you know, you know, I guess I am calling them on the carpet, you know, because it's the Christian sin. is because LGBTQ thing is such a big thing in America right now, homosexuality and and what gender you may or may not be. 
if the Christian community was so passionate about this, this stuff would have been squashed a yeah. long freaking time ago. It wouldn't be where it's at. It would be it would be a dead topic. And so now that it's got to where it's at, it's got so out of hand that I don't even know if the, what Christian communities left can do anything about it. They can't because um, now they'd be looking like even bigger hypocrites because they've most of the Christian communities already come out and said, we're okay with it. It's your life, your choice. Mm-hmm. God still loves you, this and that. So now for them to, to turn around and say, well, actually, I was lying to you. I don't like this. I don't yeah. support it. And God doesn't either. Well, we've got this way because people don't voice and stand up for what they believe in. And, you know, that it, it, it is, it's both sides, Christian, non-Christian, and I, you know, I, whatever. I don't want that message to get misconstrued. I'm not saying that God doesn't love gay people because he definitely does. But that doesn't mean you're going to get into heaven. No. And there, and that's the the disconnect of where I feel like a well, lot of people go wrong. Yeah, and you know I understand there's you can have a lot of arguments like, well, I was born gay. You know, why did God make me gay? Mm-hmm. And I I would have to say he didn't. You right. know, it at the end of the day, in the same way, I have to choose to be attracted to a woman. Now, obviously, there's some natural uh, help that I get because of testosterone and uh, hormones and stuff like that. So I understand that there are outside factors but at the end of the day it is a conscious decision to go and, and blow another guy if you're a guy well i mean yeah to, to a degree i mean i so you, and when you know that it's a sin you know you're committing yeah but sin. you're trying to you're trying to explain is like it's a sin it's such a bad thing you're looking at it from a christian standpoint the people that's doing these things ain't looking at it as i'm a christian i'm a devout you know i follow god jesus they're not looking at it from that mindset saying this is a sin. I know it is, but I like to, so I'm going to do it anyway. And there's, and that probably does fit to some some people. They yeah. probably know, like, I right. shouldn't do this, but I do anyway. Um, Most of them just say, I just but, don't believe that. No, they don't. Yeah. They choose. The thing of it is, I think that they choose to not believe certain things biblically. And the thing of it is, there's these people that come out with a bigger name than myself or um big name in society it'll say well you know this piece of the scripture doesn't say you know like no like the new testament is what it is it's not to be you know they want to take these back up so i'm kind of kind of twisted and jumping a lot of places there because my mind's going a million different directions they want to take something out of scripture and take it out of context about homosexuality and it well you know that's it was written back then it's not relevant today you can't misunderstand what those words are and even if you did and you say okay it wasn't relevant you know whatever then then you've got to start digesting the part of the bible that it says not to be altered or changed <laughs> so i mean you've yeah. got to There's okay so to maybe you can do away with this and make it say something else but what about this other part like you've got to deal with that and yeah, but people don't like it whenever you you know you preach you know say 30 40 years ago you had those hellfire brimstone preachers that they, you know there's a sect that would be like you're going to go to hell this is you know what the bible says and all this other stuff but they were hardcore type in your face pastors i'm telling you you do that now even by pastors of a church you won't be yeah. asked back believe me yeah. i know been there done that uh, i, I can't there, imagine going into my church right now and hearing my pastor openly call out gay people yeah you can't he won't do you it. know it's almost like hey i would yeah, you know, it's like, it. you know, and there's nothing wrong. You know, I've said this before in other episodes, there's nothing wrong with them in church, you know, because even the straight person that's mar- married or not, I can guarantee you they've got just as equally as bad of a sin problem. It's just mm-hmm. something else. Yeah. It, they, I mean, like, and, yeah, we all and the, do. The, the, and what sure. this, what it is, though, is see, like, your cussing problem 
don't affect me at the end of the day. We ain't having national debates because you're an alcoholic, because you smoke marijuana, because right. they're uh, the drug your choice, or because you cuss a lot, or because you look at pornography. We have a national problem, and the reason homosexuality is such a big damn deal is because people have made it that way. Because, again, what I'm saying is what you're doing behind closed doors, that's your freaking business. Do what the heck you want. Right. Like if you're cussing, you're drinking, you're doing whatever. But once you make it a public problem, like if you're drinking and you're getting a DUI, you made it a public problem. Now people's got to get involved. Well, it's the same thing here. You're making your your lifestyle, homosexuality, everybody else's problem. You're making it known to everybody. You're bringing your sin before everybody and making it a public enemy number one in the United States. So you know why people's biting back is because that's what you're doing. They yeah. ain't got no choice. So see, there is, there's a reason people are responding this way. But, and that's the thing, though. Not enough are. Because here's the reality of the, the world that we live in today, Dan. And that's conservatives are pussies. We're scared to stand up for ourselves. We're scared to say the quiet part out loud of this needs to change. That needs to stop. We need more of this. They're, they're too scared to do it. And now, as a result, what we're seeing is this constant backtracking and backpedaling of every time a new issue. Now it's abortion. Now it's gay rights and gun control, blah, 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 freedom of expression, freedom of religion. You know, all these things we keep just letting happen to us where you remember COVID. It was totally okay to go to the liquor store, but not church. Mm-hmm. You know, or, you know, it was totally against almost any denomination to allow a gay preacher to get up there and preach look at it now mm-hmm. and it's like all of this you can blame on conservatives because at the end of the day who's been the backbone of this country for the longest time conservatives but somewhere along the way we said i don't want to have that fight you know my cousin's gay right. you know my my uncle hates guns or whatever and so like we just slowly stopped talking about it. we slowly stopped defending our rights and our beliefs and now this is where we are. Well, we're in a place where you you know it's going to be hard to backtrack. It's not just not just on a homosexual issue. It's with you know the mental health we're at, the government lying, the media lying. What's facts? What's not? You can't tell. You can't tell on social media. And people will run with this stuff. It's just disturbing. I mean, I, I sit here and listen to people talk about it. You know, I bite my tongue to a level I'll speak when I need to. It's very few times in my life that I have the wisdom to keep my mouth shut. Um, but, yeah, it's in the churches, too. You know, everybody's everybody, it's all about Israel and stuff. Right now. I'm just like, man, you people, like, yeah, I, I, like I understand <laughs> the premise of supporting Israel. Yeah. I understand this. Don't people like, oh, you're say you're a Christian. No, I understand it. Right. But they ain't innocent. And just because Israel does it, that doesn't mean they can go do stuff and we have to stand behind them in the name of Jesus because that's what they're saying. Yeah, basically. Because they're doing stuff and we have to, like, no, people, like, that is not the case. And that's another one, too. You see a lot of churches that are sending money over to Israel. And I'm like, dude, did you not just see how much money the government sent? Mm. Like, how about we go rebuild a, a community here in America with that money? Well, yeah, again, but that, my, that's outlandish. Yeah, I'm not, not I'm not trying to sit here and have this religious debate of, you know, support them or not necessarily. And I'm not saying we shouldn't support them. I think we should to a degree. You know, we are an allied country. But there's just things that we shouldn't be involved in. And the narrative is so skewed that we, I, I don't even think that the narrative of what we're being told in America is going on in Israel is even correct. 
That's I, I think we're being lied to. A hundred percent, we are, and and just it's we're getting like eighty percent truths on on both sides. You know, there's like a little bit of truth mixed in with a lot of lie, and you know, I I feel like personally where everything is going because here here's the problem. You, you get on a platform and you say, you know what, I have morals, I have values, I believe in this, I believe in that. And people hate you for it. You know, how dare you, you're a bigot, a transphobe, a, a racist, blah, blah, blah. This is why I hate America. Well, let me tell you something. If you're black, this only applies to black people, unfortunately. You know, I wish this, because I have an open invitation to anybody. But Kenya is saying, the president of Kenya has gone online and said, hey, any black person in the world, you can come back home for free. We'll take you in. Mm. And it, it cracked me up because do you know how many people are going to go back to Kenya? Mm. How many people that complain about America and how bad it is and how racist and this and that? Not one of them is going to go back. Yeah. And, and why? Isn't that the, the homeland you know, where, where everything started? You know, and, and, and America is so bad that Everything needs to be tear- torn down and, and well, there, burned. Well, be, it'd be a benefit America if there were some people to go back there. Oprah Winfrey and Whippy Goldberg would be a good place to start. I agree. I mean, and, and it's not. I'm not saying it's not targeting it's not black because, people. Well, yeah. I would target them for the crap that they start. And again, Whoopi Goldberg is one of the freaking worst. Open her mouth like freaking Joe. Oh, that wouldn't hold a cost. I mean, I'm misquoting her, but that's just smart ass remark on yeah. the spot. But she's the world's freaking worst about it. You know, and, yeah. and I have no respect for these people, you know, like, you know, um, Oprah Winfrey and all this money. I, I don't care what she says her agenda is. I'm bil- multi-billionaire going into Hawaii. Hey, she's trying to buy your place up. Yeah. Yeah. And and and, and, the, and the whole money. freaking <laughs> thing about let's make a freaking basically a, a fundraiser for the people. That's a cover yeah. story, people. And I think the thing of it is Hawaii is smart enough to figure that out. Like mm-hmm. they they're not dumb. They're the they're probably the smarter part of America in my opinion because they're like yeah we saw through that crap before it even got going. Well, and you know why? It's because look at how much they've been pillaged over the yeah. years because of the most valuable real estate, most beautiful scenery you've ever seen on earth. And hey, what do we do with that? We got to Americanize it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if somebody wants to go back to their home, you know, home country or you know whatever, I mean, it it's, is what it is. I think it's funny that he said that. You're like, oh, we'll take all the black people we can back here. I'm like, ain't nobody going back to Kenya. But you I know, t- like, and and people understand what I'm saying. You know, the two people that I mentioned, you know, I'm not saying I him. You know, like, send them off somewhere else. I don't care. America could be better without them. Yeah, no, it's it not would. because they're it black. Would. There's plenty of white people like that too. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. ship them uh, off uh, of all races. I could say that about. Take them to the gulag. <laughs> and there's probably people who think the same thing about me. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, here's the thing though. But you love America and you want to stay here. I used to. You know? It's not what it used to be. America's not what it used to be. Well, not once what I stood for in 2000 when I went to the Marine Corps. It's not the same America I defended then. It's not. But in your heart, it is. And that's kind of like where no, how I feel not. about it's it. It's not. It's not. It's not the same. It's not in my heart the same. I would have hard press for me to go to war for this country right now off the principles and the crap that we stand for. I would be hard pressed to even want to defend this country at this point in time because I, most circumstances, would believe that it was unprovoked war from somebody and it was a political move. And. I 100% agree with you on on that aspect of I have a hard time even thinking about going and defending this country because of how much has gone wrong. But what I'm saying is I still believe in what America is supposed to be, which is 
freedom and democracy. And you can believe in what's what it once was, but it ain't gonna be that way no more. And but here, that's the thing though: is how do you take it back? And it, it's I'm not gonna lie, guys. I think it's insurmountable. It's a civil war. I yeah. I mean, I hate to say it, but you, when you look at how deep the claws are in our backs right now. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to fight like hell. I don't believe this will change for a couple of generations. The only way it happens, one, because the millennials are they are dumb. I, I've said it before. For the most general. I, but the thing of it is with millennials in their defense, I think they're starting to see through stuff rather quickly. You know, maybe not as much as what I'd probably get. But I, I think they're starting to see through a little bit of this stuff. But even more importantly, there's an old saying, you know, thing of church, like this church ain't going to improve until, you know, one, they have to restart it or people die. That's where we're at with the United States. The only way that the United States is going to maintain control of things is there's going to have to be a lot of politicians that are dead of old age and get. But basically, mm. what I'm saying is they they're going to have to be replaced. I like how you added that. Well, they have to. I know <laughs> with social media platforms, yeah. like oh, dead. Like no, I'm oh, not telling them to go kill yeah. nobody because that's not and, what I'm saying. And I'm not. They're going to have to people be voted out, yeah. replaced die off get replaced but see e- and either or what's going to change what what this comes down to and see it's a trickle effect you want these people out of office we don't like the way it's going okay you know how that's going to change you have to vote them out bottom line yep. you have to vote them out and even if something happens you got to vote somebody in so the mind the controlling vote right now would be 40 or less you know something like that probably um whatever the the this generation that has the pool ain't voting correctly they're voting for this, you know, these they're voting for people based off of nothing at all because they're, you know, look a certain way, really. That, and that's the thing. And so there's so many things you have to overcome, especially when you talk about voting, because, number one, if you believe that the 2020 election may have experienced some fraudulent slash cheating. I can uh, prove that it is. I know for a fact it did. I can prove it. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. It's simple. Cool. Did or did not some of these states go back and implement things to help improve voter fraud? And election integrity. Why would they do that if it wasn't broken? Well, you know, we just got to... If everything was such as good as what they said, why would they need to implement other things? It was so solid. And they got Donald Trump tied up in court about this now. It was so damn good that they can take him to court on it. Hang him out to dry on this. It was so good, but yet they had to implement more laws. No, I'm telling you, it was flawed. Yes, and <laughs> I, I'm just trying to be careful. I'm um, not. So, you know, you, you look at the, I thought I've said the election this interference. Stuff is facts. Um, you know, you, you look at the politicians that are currently in power, and it's not just like the, the big names and the big players. We're talking the local DAs, you know, your, your local mayor. Every position is so crucial and important. To, to stop this because you know you think about well how are these books making it, making it into the schools well look who's on the school board and you have to elect them yeah you know, so it's like on every mm-hmm. level and then you have to start asking yourself the real tough questions like is there enough conservatives out there to fill all these spots i don't think so and then beyond that is there enough conservatives who have a strong backbone and they're going to stand up to this and have enough foresight to think ahead and create new rules and, and things in place to, to prevent no, the decay. They're not smart enough. And, and that's where I started to go like, oh, my gosh, we may actually be facing the death of America's democracy. And that it's bizarre, you know, because, like, you, you don't want to feel that. 
you know, but then you, you start looking at everything as it's happening and you, you're just forced to come to this conclusion of like, man, I better enjoy what I got while I got it because mm-hmm. it, it's not going to be here forever, especially Here's at this is. rate. And, you know, I, I guess where the last thing that really kind of came to my mind that, in my opinion, perfectly encapsulates America today. It's like the most American thing I think I've heard in a while. New America. So Josh Hawley has a, this, this hearing with the Department of Homeland Security. Hey, what are you guys doing at the border? We've got thousands of kids missing. And I don't even know who this lady was. Some poor soul that had to get thrown, you know, like cannon fodder, you know, for these senators to get their clips in for re-election. But he does pose some really good questions. Hey, what are you doing to protect these immigrant children whenever they cross the border over into America? And long story short, we have a, a slideshow called Know Your Rights. That's what we're, we make sure that they sit down. Maybe they can't read or write or speak English. Or they know how to sue us. But you better believe they're going to leave that slideshow presentation knowing their rights. Mm. So that way, if they do, <laughs> it's, it's unfathomable. And I couldn't imagine. It probably never happens, actually. But by rare chance that they get put into the hands of a child trafficker, at least they know their rights and they know that God, they can get away. How do you away. mean that never happens? What do you think all these kids are missing for? It's sarcasm. Okay. Because if you listen to what she has to say, it's like it's not happening. You know, hey, psh, very rarely does something like this take place, Devin. And it, it's just bizarre because how is it, and I guess here's how I look at it, if the best thing that we can do to protect children that are coming into this country and have a huge potential to be trafficked either sexually or for their labor, and the best that we can do for them is give them a slideshow called Know Your Rights, we need to shut down the border immediately and not let anybody Depends in. on what their agenda is. Do not let a single child cross this border ever again. Because if their if agenda the is to promote sex trafficking, it's a perfect place. And because these kids are undocumented, nobody knows who they are. Women and kids, you know, yeah. you know, whatever. And ain't nobody. I don't know that anybody's abducting grown men, um, but teenagers yeah. do. Um, That's where. So that maybe these undocumented kids are there, and uh, our hold on powers hold on. to be is taking are advantage you, of the situation. Are you trying to tell me that a multi-billion-dollar-a-year industry? could be taking place in our very own backyard and the government may be directly supporting it. Epstein got away with it for a while. How many people were supposed I'm gonna say supposedly how many people were supposedly, but there was a Who? lot of key people of political positions that just happened to be around the dude. I'm not gonna say anybody was in, in the cahoots with him. That, that's what I was about to say is hey, how many but, of them got indicted? Where wow. where are their charges at? So then clearly Still with them. I mean, if I'm it, here's the deal, man. I'm gonna break this down for you real damn clear, and then we can get off here. There's a lot of political people that have numerous, if not hundreds, of photos with Epstein. Are we on the same? You mean this yeah. is public yeah. knowledge? Now, here's the deal. I roll out in town, and I'm rolling with drug dealers. I'm a drug dealer. You know why? Because you're hanging out with them. Guilty. By association, and that's the way our government looks at its citizens. So I think that it's fair that the citizens look at the government the same way. That's solid. 
I mean, that's what happens. Why, yeah. and, but, yeah. You know, I can, I can prove that even further. Why do you think black people are so pissed? Because uh, they look, people look at them because they're, oh, they're black, they're drug users. They're black, they're poor. They're black, they're this. They're black, they're that. Now, I, now again, for my sake, I'm not saying that they're any of the above. Yeah, at all. But that's what the black people are complaining about. Yeah. And being viewed as and, and it, racially bias, profiling. Yeah, bias and everything else. Um, it, it is. You know, it, it's very bizarre. And specifically with the, the Jeffrey Epstein one, the look, man, at the end of the day, it's the epitome of like, oh, you want to know what the world really is? Go look at that court case. Because it, it started all the way back in early, early, like 2000. What I'm saying, man, there's a bunch of crazy crap going on. There's sure a hell of a lot of politicians that were around that guy. Yeah. It's just, you know, thank weird. goodness he trafficked children to nobody. That's yeah, weird. You know, it, it is very bizarre. But that's that's just the world we live in, man. And, you know, I'm, I'm super curious for what people's thoughts are on this topic. You know, is does America still have a chance? You know, are we actually over with? Because it feels that way. You know, but uh, hopefully maybe someone in the comments has something to cheer us up. <laughs> uh, but either way, thank you guys so much for listening. You know, it, it's uh, crazy times that, that we live in, but that's why we have each other. You know, and, and the more that we have these conversations, even the tough ones, uh, and we talk about our values and, and what we believe in, you know, that's the only chance that we have. So enjoy this freedom while you have it. Thank you. Have a great night.